What's up, everybody? And welcome back to Planners and Wine. My name is Meg. And I am Myra. Welcome back to another week. Yes, in happy 2024. This is our first episode of the new year. And we have our Patreon peeps in the building. I'm so excited Yay. to be talking to y'all again. I feel like it's been so long. It has been so long. We still trying. We took a minute to kind of catch up and chit chat. And, um, you know, obviously that's not on the show, but it's always a good time to catch up. And now we are just trying to remember how to do the podcast again. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, Lynn said in the chat that she thought we were on. Yeah, we always do all this. We actually did a lot today. We did a lot of side conversations before we started. It was always so much fun and just so random. Um, we have a Patreon member who lives in Australia. So we had to talk about a bunch of random things. And it was a good time. Yeah, it's always a good yeah. time. So go to the Patreon. I love those are the those are the best parts. Like before we start the show and the breaks, like we we really have some interesting conversations for sure. Yes, for sure, for sure. Um, so yeah, y'all. How has y'all's 2024 been so far? Myra, how has yours been so far? Um, pretty good. Um, you know, hitting the ground running. I've actually have been committed to one planner, which is shocking. Ooh. And um doing a lot of content stuff, YouTube stuff, and it's been going well so far. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I mean nothing too special. Just yeah. Day by day. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh my twenty twenty four has been ghetto so far. Um, but it can only get better from here. Um, Period. My, my whole family has been sick for this entire year, and that has not been fun to deal with. Um, but I have been very, very consistent um, in my Hobonichi Cousin and in my Sterling Inc. weeks, and I have really, really been enjoying um, those planners. And I haven't bought any more planners. I haven't even thought about buying any more planners. So I'm doing good on, on that track for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just when you get into something that's just working, it just works. True. There's no point of like confusing and trying other things. Don't rock the boat. Don't rock the yeah. Boat. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, 2024 doesn't sound super exciting <laughs> so mm -mm. far, but mm -mm. you know, it's in you know, mid January. We still got a lot to go. We still got a lot of year to go. I mean, yeah. And you know what? I still feel like last year just went by so freaking fast. I'm mm -hmm. curious to see if this year is going to go by um, as fast as last year did. Yeah. Far uh, less trips for me than 20%. last year. 2023 was the year of travel for me. So I'm trying not to do that too much. This I mean, year. especially with like side doors getting blown out of planes and stuff. I ain't going nowhere. Y'all know I'm scared of flying. That was the last thing I needed to see because I would have. And I'm a window seat girly. I am too. Not anymore. <laughs> Not no more. I'm taking the owl. Like what? <laughs> I'm taking the owl. Oh my I'm god. Taking the owl here on out. That was frightening. If y'all don't know, we I know y'all know what we're talking about because the whole world has seen that. Was it Alaska, Alaska Airlines? Yeah. That, Which we don't have. Do y'all have? Um, I don't know. 
I've never flown the last airlines too far here. Mm. The only time I've flown it is when, actually, when we had to go out to uh, Washington State for training. Mm. Only time I've ever flown, um, and it was a kind of layover thing. But yeah, Mm-mm. I ain't gotta go to Washington State no more. Mm-mm. No, that was that was ridiculous. That was very, and I feel like it's not a coincidence that there was nobody sitting on that aisle. Apparently, that person missed their flight. See. I don't believe in coincidences. I just don't. You think they I, got off like Final Destination? No. <laughs> I think the airline check on that person. The airline knew it was something going on with them planes, and they strategically didn't see anybody there or something like that. Like I really, I just don't. I believe mean, it. technically, we haven't. That person, whoever it was, never Where? came forward. Exactly. I've just only heard that that person missed their flight. Exactly. How convenient. Mm-hmm. How convenient. Which that information came from the airlines, so. And I don't trust them. I mean, so clearly, I my, can we? <laughs> I got my conspiracy theory hat on with that one for sure. Also, so. apparently, the uh, there's a family behind the mm-hmm. seat or whatever, and the baby shirt went out, like, off of the baby, and they had to hold the baby to make sure the baby didn't go with it. Like, can you imagine I would still be cussing everybody out. I would still be cussing everybody. And then, you know, they only compensated them with $1,500 in the amount they paid for the ticket bag. That was it. That was their compensation for being scarred for life. Because I'm scarred for life and I wasn't even on that plane. So I could imagine, like, being on it. Especially if you were, like, in the middle seat or whatever. Like, in that row. Mm-hmm. Like, I know they said some flight attendants, like, help people move seats because they just weren't comfortable <laughs> obviously weren't comfortable <laughs> but $1,500 but yeah for my baby shirt literally flying off like my baby could have went and out this being stuck in the air for like several more minutes until they were able to make an emergency yeah. landing with the side of the plane just open Mm-mm. yeah definitely flying less uh this I mean year. that was the plan anyway, but it was you know. the plan anyway, but you know what? Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh Julie said I just got comfortable with flying and now I'm like absolutely not. Period. Yeah. Yeah, especially when I love I love a good window seat. I would have been knocked out and woke up in the <laughs> Woke up in heaven. Woke up in heaven. I I, all I can hope is that I just go out immediately and don't feel no pain. That's all I can hope. Because yeah, yeah, Lynn said that people were still buckled in, so no one went out the window. They would have me so messed up. And what if somebody just like because you know they don't like go and check your seatbelt? What if they just Mm -hmm. didn't have like completely buckled in? Anyway, so yeah, y'all, uh, 2024 has been ghetto so far, and we're going to talk way more about I'm going to add that to my 100 list, so when we come to the end of the year, we can remember this moment. You know what? That's a great idea. That is a great idea, because I definitely don't want to forget this. Um, and Jeanette said it sounds like Final Destination. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Crazy. <sighs> Yeah, so anyway, y'all, uh, we're going to take a quick break uh, to hear from our sponsors, and we will be right back with the rest of how ghetto this year has been so far. <laughs> 
All right, y'all. So we are back. And I feel like the first thing that we have to talk about is the fact that, surprise, Hallie, Bailey, and DDG had a baby. Oh, my gosh. She was pregnant. What? Surprise, Hallie gaslit us for the past now. <laughs> her and her man. Her and her man gaslit the whole world, called people anti-black for saying she had a pregnancy nose. Her sister when it was us. out. For not, for not keeping her sister name out of our mouth, you know. I love the Bailey sisters, but that was kind of messed up. I mean, I, I get up. it, you know, mind your own uterus and everything. I totally get that, but like they was full blown gaslighting us. I mean, even down to the very Photoshop pictures, because mm-hmm. Hallie was still posting like current pictures of herself during this pregnancy. And now we know that they were just like extremely photoshopped to not yeah, show their older daily. photos. Mm-hmm. Well, some of them were from like events and stuff that she was literally at. Oh. But that feel like nobody else in Hollywood like accidentally let it slip that she was pregnant or posted a picture of her or anything. It's, it's kind of wild. Yeah, it's Beyonce level camp. Don't you know, they yeah. came up under Beyonce. So it makes sense. It does. It does. But I feel like had it not been for her boyfriend, like we wouldn't have known she was pregnant at all. Like it wouldn't have even been. Yeah, all the sneaks was from him, you know, vlogging and shit. And him, even down to us knowing the baby was born, because in his Christmas vlog, you could hear a baby crying in the background. Why is he still on YouTube? You're dating the literal Little Mermaid. The literal Little Mermaid. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, they have a baby boy. His name is Halo. Super cute name. I love the name. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it would just be so exhausting to try to hide like an entire pregnancy. Because I feel Especially like... the year she was having, too. I know oh, my gosh. She was everywhere. Mm-hmm. She was absolutely um, everywhere. This is absolutely the biggest year of her career, so... You know, very difficult year to try to hide a, a whole pregnancy. Mm-hmm. You know, at some point, you know, you just get so big. Yeah. There's I mean, and the good thing is, pressure. at least when she was like huge and, you know, well, pretend, I, we don't know what the hell she looked like, but, you know, when she would more than likely be shown was after all the Little Mermaid hype. So yes, that that's worked true. out. It did. I love it that for but yeah. I'm sure she's happy. Mm-hmm. Congrats to them. Um, DVD. Get it together. Get it together. I need you to pull it. Where's Beyonce? Where's Somebody, Beyonce? Whoever works with Beyonce to get people to shut up, get to him. Get to him. Literally <laughs> him. him. Literally him. Because uh, thanks to him, the baby even has a whole IG page where he's just like blurring out pictures, but he wants to sell the baby's outfits that he's styling. Because he said that in his in the bio, styled by daddy at DVD. He also makes the captions as if the baby is saying it. That is so weird to me when people We've talked that. about that before. Yeah, oh, that's, that's so weird. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. The baby ain't even a month. Mm-mm. Why is he on the internet? Literally. Literally. Uh, Crystal said, I wondered, did she have to in the in the beginning because the Little Mermaid and just kept the secret? Probably, because I feel like if, because obviously we're not sure of the timeline, but if she mm-hmm. just had the baby in like December, 
that means when the Little Mermaid premiered in May, she was pregnant then, but probably just not showing yet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I could totally see her and them people, like the producers and stuff, being like, yeah, maybe we don't want to take attention away from the movie because it was already, you know, controversial with her casting because of racist or whatever. Maybe she just, you know what I'm saying? Maybe she just wanted mm-hmm. everything or surrounding the movie just to be super positive and not really like focused on her, but the movie. And then after that, they just was like, might as well just not tell anybody. So maybe so. That's possible. That makes maybe sense. So. Cause I mean, that would have, she would have been like, what? Right at the end of the first trimester. Mm-hmm. Somewhere around that. Um, so yeah. That, that oh go ahead. That had to suck. Hopefully she didn't have like a whole bunch of symptoms, but girl, yeah, or something else. And the fact that her troll boyfriend on um <laughs> April Fool's Day he posted like an ultrasound video or like picture and was like, "Oh my god, I'm having a baby!" And it was like a dog in the ultrasound, like a puppy or something. She was probably pregnant then. And he posted that. Also, why are we still uh, doing April Fool's jokes for pregnancy in 2023, 2024? Myra, I told you, he gives me 23-year-old energy. And that is not an insult to any 23-year-old listening. But 23-year-old men in particular, I can, I just see them as very childish. And even though he's not 23, he's like 27. Mm-hmm. He gives 23-year-old energy. Just very immature. Exactly. Ew. Why, Ew. Why, what, why would you do that? On April Fool's Day, like, come on. You can't give us nothing actually funny. Something that's actually a joke. It don't even have to be that deep. You know, a lot of the, uh, like, the Stony Clovers and the bracelet people were like, oh, we're coming out with a new store in this city. April Fool's. Like, it's really not that. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. As many people as like has said that that is not funny, mm-hmm. I, I just don't. Well, you know, immature, yeah. very immature. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the reason why the people's perception of their relationship kind of changed because people were very like positive and supportive about their relationship initially. Mm-hmm. But his antics and him having songs talking about being jealous of her co-stars and unfollowing her on Instagram and all the dumb stuff that he does is really what made people start looking at him like, okay, Callie, this is a little boy. Like, what we doing? You know what I'm saying? That was his you fault. See, yeah, it is his, his fault. fault. I, I'm just going to hope that she has the best judgment and, you know, she sees something that we don't see behind closed doors but crystal said like he definitely gives very early soldier boy vibes oh my god drake did did you imagine having a baby with soldier boy in like the like the late 2000 boy has kids i don't know i don't know know either hopefully not but could you imagine having a baby with soldier boy like circa 2007 girl today He's still scamming people with fake Soldier Boy games and stuff. That's true. That is very true. Mm-hmm. It, but yeah, that's yep. what it's given. But also, DVD came up in the YouTube like stuff. So I get like why he moves the way he moves. But like when you get with somebody high profile, like highly, like eventually it just has to stop. My thing is, he has a music career, so I feel like he needs to transition in his life and start like moving like an artist yeah. instead of moving like a YouTuber if that's not what he wants 
his whole very much so and he's not moving like a real like legit artist you know he's he's a pretty good artist yeah yeah his music's not bad yeah his music is not bad yeah he's definitely not moving like somebody who's serious about it it's very much so like youtuber yeah like no shade because you know exactly yeah exactly uh britney said it was odd how she tripled down on it though that's the thing i think that is what people were yeah, so annoyed about yeah because yeah, <laughs> i just feel like if you don't want to tell people then just don't don't you don't have to talk about it you don't have to bring it up but the fact that like she would she kind of addressed it with the whole nose thing mm-hmm. you know calling people anti-black because of her nose thing and then with her sister cussing people out telling them to leave her sister alone and then with him he would do a Q&A, and then when somebody would ask him about Hallie being pregnant, he'd get all mad. Why are you doing the Q&A then? You know what people are going to ask you about. Like, why? So it was kind of, it was like, it was the subtle leanings into it, I think that was, I mean, that personally really annoyed me. So I'm just like, girl, either you're pregnant or you're not. I mean, the, the gaslighting was so high, and I started to believe that she wasn't pregnant. I really did. Absolutely. Yeah, I was, I was completely shocked. Yeah. I was like, okay, I guess she's not pregnant because why would she be doing all this if she is? Like, why would she be? Yeah, especially you know, after the nose like thing. This? Yeah, because yes. it wasn't like even with the comments going back and looking at it, mm-hmm. it was other black people. Like they weren't trying to be mean or no. You know. It is just a very common thing that. Black women in particular. We know. When, okay. our, when we are pregnant, our nose spreads. I have the pregnancy nose as well. Nobody was anti-black for pointing it out. They were just an asshole for pointing it out. Because I know my nose is big. Leave me alone. Like I know. <laughs> I get up and look at myself in a mirror every morning. I know. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That was it. It wasn't anti-black though. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah. I think... All of that is what, you know, but hopefully she's happy, baby healthy, they can live their life, you know, but DVD yeah. is already getting on my nerves. And honestly, I think if all this stuff with uh, the Little Mermaid and everything going on this year with her, I think she just would have disappeared from the spotlight. Yes. I, she, just it just, she just couldn't. Yeah. She could not. And also her boyfriend is a troll and I don't think <laughs> that's ever going to let her do it. Because <laughs> he's already been posting you know, videos showing her pregnant belly. So, so, you know, he just been dying to tell everybody. Like, Nori said in the chat, DDG has been itching to tell the people and start monetizing it. 1,000%. It's already on his YouTube channel as we speak. So, exactly. <laughs> Brittany says Shania Twain had an entirely private pregnancy. She just had to stay out of the public eye. Exactly. I mean, yeah, and I think, like you said, if if this would have been a different year for Hallie, she would have just been out of the public eye as well, but she just couldn't. She just had too much career-wise going on, but, you know, happy for them. Halo is such a cute name. Um, yeah. Hopefully DVD can grow up now that he's somebody's daddy. Sometimes it don't work, but, you know. Yeah. Hoping for that, Fidel. Hoping, hoping for that. Uh, okay, I did want to talk a little bit about the Emmys because there was so much going on because the host, Joe Coy, he was just not, I don't know. I don't know. Was that the host? Yeah, he was, okay. yeah, he was the host and he just definitely made some off-color jokes that did not land very well. And the only one of his jokes that I want to talk about is the joke about Taylor Swift. 
Because it really wasn't even a joke about Taylor Swift, and he explained it later. He was like, it was more so a dig at the NFL. Mm -hmm. So what he said was, um, the difference between us and the NFL is that we're not going to have the camera on Taylor Swift all night. Something like that. Right. And, you know, it just showed, like, it it cut to her when he made the joke, and she was just sipping her wine. She just kind of ignored it or whatever. So I didn't think there was anything wrong with her reaction. Um, But the Swifties, oh, my God. Oh my God. It's like the, the the Swifties reaction really answered my question for why I never felt great being associated with being a Swiftie. <laughs> it's not because of Taylor. It's because of them. Because I just feel like they acted like that was just such a horrible, insensitive mean, you know, below the belt joke. And I was like, was there another joke about Taylor that I that I missed? Because I did not think like I said, I felt like it was more of a joke about the NFL than her. And even if it was a joke about her, like, it really wasn't that bad. But I mean, there were think pieces on feminism and why is Taylor allowed to be dragged like this, but Will Swift got to smack somebody with no consequences. And it's like, first of all, that's not even true. So I don't know. I really feel like now because Joe did go on to make other jokes, not about Taylor, but about like the Barbie movie that was really tasteless and some other things. I think all of that really gave the Swifties more of a, a leg to stand on when it came to criticism of him. But even once he made that first Taylor joke, I went to his IG page. They was already dragging him before he said anything else. Before he said anything else. You know oh. what I'm saying? And I just felt like that was just such a wild overreaction. I'm like, y'all girl is hella famous. People are going to make fun of her. People are going to say things. It doesn't mean that people should be allowed to just say whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you think that nobody's ever going to have anything to say about Taylor that you don't like. Like y'all are going to have a very hard, annoying life because that's just not possible. Like people also, say something about the job for him to like crack jokes in between giving out awards or whatever. Ain't that's in the job description. At a show, <laughs> he's going to make fun of people in the audience. Period. Mm. You know, and like I said, it doesn't, I'm not defending any of his other jokes that he made that weren't tasteful or anything like that. But that in particular, the twi- the Swifties were set off from that point on. It didn't matter what he said for the rest of the night. It was a wrap for him when it came to them. And I was just like, y'all doing too much. Like, Taylor is not above any type of criticism or joke or anything. Like, y'all have to chill. You know? Is the beehive the same, though? I mean, probably. But I don't associate with that section of the beehive either. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We kind of like we the worker bees. Exactly. It's it's a whole bunch of bees that like will attack. Because okay, I'm okay. I'm thinking about the whole like the were they at a basketball game or something where that girl like kind of leaned over her to ask Jay something. I don't know. I think you so. Know? Yeah. And they went like bat shit off of that. Yeah. It's like it's really not that big of a deal. Also, like it sounds like Tay Tay was just in a genuine moment. Like, oh, I didn't find that funny, so I'm gonna just sit here and drink my Which- wine. It's totally okay. Yeah, she's, she's allowed to be human, yeah. and sometimes, like, if you're just sitting there, yeah, 
you're not going to have like a huge reaction on your face. So maybe she just, you know, and had a resting bitch face at that moment. Exactly. But that don't mean nothing. And she might be over the NFL jokes or whatever. Who yeah. knows? Um, And that's the thing. Like, I saw people jumping to her defense over her reaction. I never saw anybody criticize her reaction, though. That's what was missing. Because like I said, the comparisons to Will Smith and stuff. And I'm like, Somebody said something about her reaction. Like, I didn't see that. So maybe I just missed that part of it. But Swifty's got to chill. <laughs> Y'all got to chill. Uh, like, the fandoms are doing too much. And I'm glad you brought the Beehive because you're right. The Beehive can do too much too. Like, the, mm-hmm. the fandoms be doing the absolute most. They probably still in that man uh, comments. To this day. But okay. it, it sounds like he kind of bombed overall too. Mm-hmm. Um, from the little bit that I know, I've only heard about it through like different podcasts and stuff. Um, I didn't watch yeah, it, yeah. So I don't, you know, not familiar with his work, but it sounds like he kind of got asked to do this, like not even two weeks before the event. So a lot of the jokes was probably like written really quickly yeah. with him and his writers and I think they just a lot of going to land. A lot of people wouldn't do it, and I think a lot of comedians are just kind of over the award show thing. They feel yeah, like it's, it's just yeah, a thankless, thankless job. Yeah. job. Yeah. Half the people don't think you're funny, and half the people trying to drag you, and you really just don't get too much out of it. So I really, I don't blame them at all uh, for feeling that way about it, because it's just, award shows are so dull anyway. Yeah, it's dull because a part you know, people won't allow it to be funny and loose. Mm-hmm. And like, if somebody bombs, like, okay, yeah, he bombed. But like, you take it to the next level and we write and think pieces about a joke that he said about Taylor. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's too much. If anything, y'all, y'all gonna get the uh, next award show y'all deserve. It's yeah. gonna be boring as fuck. Y'all boring. Be exactly. Exactly. Because nobody, no comedian is gonna want to touch it. And honestly, like, if you're familiar with Joe Cole, like I'm familiar with him just because he used to be on the Chelsea Handler show a lot or whatever. Everything he said is on brand with his brand. So it's really more mm-hmm. so on the awards people who like organized it for choosing him if they didn't want any, you know, kind of off-color jokes or whatever. Cause it really is like he clearly wasn't totally the first choice either, though. A- and that as well. <laughs> they, they, they was like, we got to at the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yeah. So it just kind of sucks that he's just kind of like. You know, taking all the hits for it when, like I said, this is really on par with his type of comedy anyway, and they chose him knowing that he was probably going to say these type of things, so I'm just saying, Swifty's got to chill. Swifty's got to chill. Um, Let's see. Brittany said, they do be unhinged. I think Taylor just didn't laugh at a funny joke and the world took it too far. Yes. Yes. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. I mean... Mm-hmm. She is a human being, believe it or yeah. not. Like, yeah, she I, is. She's not a robot. She's not a robot. Yep. Uh, oh, Brittany also said, I think what should come out of this in general uh, is that women in general shouldn't be expected to laugh at a joke just because someone said a joke. Like, it it seemed like a flat audience the whole night. Yes, yeah. exactly. There shouldn't be any type of expectations. Like, if you don't think something is funny, you shouldn't have to laugh just to be polite. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see anybody saying that, but... People in the sad chat, y'all are saying y'all saw that, so that totally makes sense. But the yeah. Swifties were defending her before that and going crazy in his comments. This is my point. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's definitely a conversation because mm-hmm. I, I feel like if it was a joke towards a man, it wouldn't be, you know, 
Me, this I mean, big of a I think deal. there was a moment also where maybe when the Barbie joke was made, I don't know if they put the camera on Ryan uh, Gosling or what, but there was a moment where he didn't laugh, and I hadn't seen anybody talking about that either. So, sexism. Mm-hmm. Every time. Mm-hmm. Every time. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> Bambi said one of the morning shows said her reaction was aggressive and disrespectful. Now, that's crazy. Aggressive? 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 Drank a wine, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. I don't think that's correct either. Like, that's wild. But yeah. Um, What else happened? Oh, and there were rumors that Selena Gomez asked Timothy Chalamet for a picture and Kylie Jenner said no. And that's allegedly the meme that we've all been seeing of Selena spilling the tea to Taylor and their other friend and her having like a, oh my God, type of reaction to it. Of course, Selena and them have come out and said that didn't happen, but I don't believe them. Of course, y'all gonna say it didn't happen. Of course, y'all gonna say that. Uh, Selena and Tay-Tay besties. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which makes sense because their mm-hmm. fan bases are the same people. Well, yeah. who do the most and will defend them until their dying breath over they will die on that hill. They will die mm-hmm. on that hill. Which, you know, what, what I will say is that people do attack Taylor sometimes. I don't think she needs anybody to defend her, but people do attack her. I don't see people attacking Selena Gomez like that, though, as much as her fans seem to think that they do. So I don't know. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Very interesting, uh, very boring award show. Yeah. Yeah, I did not watch. Congrats to who won. I don't mm-hmm. know who won. But congrats it's to you. There we go. It's like Nikki, what is this award for again? Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh. Oh my gosh. Danny said, uh, I saw TikTok clips and he just made tasteless jokes like a cis head hyper-masculine man would. I don't know if he is, but that was the vibes of the joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one that's him. Is he? I don't know about hyper-masculine, but his, okay. I guess his jokes were, would definitely fall into that category for sure. But yeah, he's a cis-hit man as far as I know. Um, making dumb jokes. But yeah. Um, that, that, now y'all welcome. All the award shows about to be even more boring because the uh, the comedians ain't doing all this no more because y'all not going to be dragging them. So I mean, I don't blame them. I don't either. I don't either. Yeah. I don't no, no. Uh, okay, something random that I want to bring up. So the dream, you know, the producer who works with Beyonce a lot, he randomly said that the Renaissance era was over. Now we can take this with a grain of salt because the dream is not Beyonce. Um, mm-hmm. but he said that, and of course, um, the Beehive was not happy because we like what the, what you mean? Renaissance is over. What you mean? Sir, shut up and produce. Literally. <laughs> who asked you? Who asked you? Go make another album or something. Make your own music. Like, what? This is the same thing, like, how I felt with the Holly. Like, if Beyonce ain't said it's not over, then it's not over. Uh, exactly. That's all I If Holly ain't said she was pregnant, she ain't pregnant. I hate how some <laughs> people who work with Beyonce feel like they get to, like, make these type of calls. I'm like, you are not Beyonce. I Beyonce said it out of her mouth to you. That is not for you to repeat. It's kind of wild because Dream is pretty low key. I, I I'm kind of shook that it's coming from him. I guess maybe it, it has a little bit of validity to it, but Beyonce ain't said it. So Beyonce ain't said it. And he said it 
in the context of like something else. So he didn't just be like, hear ye, hear ye. The Renaissance <laughs> era is over. You know, it wasn't like that. But oh he God. ended up, and it's like, he should know. Like, okay, maybe nobody care about you that much, Dream. But for Beyonce, you can't just say stuff and think the Beehive ain't going to absolutely run with it. Like, run. You need to be careful with your words when you're speaking on B. He slipped up. Yes. He slipped up. Yes. I'm sure she got help together. Hopefully. Or she blocked his number. I feel like that's probably how Beyonce handles conflicts. She just gets a new phone and you don't have the number. I love, love that. that for her. <laughs> love that for her. I can't wait to live my life like that. I need that kind of energy. No, for real. My, I bet she like changed her phone number every quarter. And she'd be super nice. She's like, oh, God, don't, don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Next time you call, the number you have reached is disconnected. <laughs> yes. That's that's all brand for her. That like, is no, what brand for her. <laughs> don't message you anymore. Period. You just cannot contact me. That's it. <laughs> How was that? Uh, oh my god! I just want all this Jonathan Major stuff to finally go away. Like his career in the past two years has been—I mean, I just have whiplash because he done been all over the place. He been doing the absolute most, and now he had this interview on Good Morning America where I don't know how Megan Good has got roped into his drama because she used to be you know an unproblematic fave like out mm-hmm. of the spotlight not really you know minding her business or whatever and now this man is calling her his Coretta Scott King and Coretta is somewhere like why am I in it I just want him to stop I just want to why stop do you keep picking her why do you keep picking Coretta no it, I, I don't understand why he did the interview I don't either I don't, what did he think he was going to gain for that? Just to double down on this whole story that he's had this whole time. You know what I'm saying? Which, I mean, regardless of whatever happened in the situation, the court of law found him guilty mm-hmm. on causing that young lady's uh, injuries, whether it was, you know, on purpose, on accident, whatever. The court of law found you guilty. Like, why are you still on, you know, Beyonce's on the internet calling people careers? I think, I don't know. I really don't know. Sorry to that man. I, I mean, ultimately, mm-hmm. I think he'll be okay either way. But mm-hmm. it's just like you said, Whiplash is a, a perfect analogy of his career because he was on a a high note for a minute, and then just this happened. But I just do not understand why did he do the interview. I don't understand what he thought he was going to gain from that. I just do not get that. I don't either. I I think he has some people around him who would not give him great advice because taking this to court in the first place probably wasn't the smartest thing in the world. Maybe he should have got some type of plea deal or something. I, I don't he must know. Be very headstrong. Girl, girl, clearly he think he Martin Luther King. He's the Lulu. Also, Martin Luther King wasn't the very most faithful person either. <laughs> but. I don't know why you pick him. Don't even get me started. Don't <laughs> but okay. Even. The fact that Bernice King, Martin Luther King's daughter, has had to come out and be like, my mom wasn't just no, you know, prop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because that's she what was, he's making it seem. Exactly. Yeah. Like, she was just just a down, 
you know, chick who gonna go mm-hmm. through whatever with you and hold you down. Like, no, she like, was an activist in her own right exactly. too. So, like, don't. That's not a flex, and no. I will be kind of high key offended if you are calling me that. And I think she was as your partner. I think Bernice King was offended. I mean, I was talking about so. like Megan. Like, yeah, I'd have to be girl. Megan was about you. She was right there. She was behind the camera with the doe eyes. Just girl. So there have been rumors that because a lot of people are like. Why would Megan Good start a relationship with this man while he's in the midst of a domestic violence investigation involving another woman? And so the, the rumors are that nice. he was like, because the whole altercation allegedly happened because he was texting another woman and his girlfriend at the time who he was involved in this altercation with tried to like take his phone or whatever. The rumor is that Megan Good was the woman that he could have possibly been texting at the time. So I don't know if this true. I mean, it still don't make sense to why, because, like, if you found that out, that she was basically, I mean, you have to find out by the timeline of all this events, like, it's in court, Mm -hmm. why would you still be rocking with this man? Girl. The D must be nice. Must be. Must be be nice. Got to be. Got to be. But this is just absolutely insane, because he's making her look like a clown, because he looks like a clown. He looks like a clown. So, you know, like you said, Jonathan Majors is going to be fine. Like, less powerful men have gotten away with more Mm -hmm. and still had a career in Hollywood that is unfortunately the way of the world and how things work in Hollywood. Um, I don't know why she would want her reputation or her name dragged through the mud. Regardless of whatever happened with that situation, this whole thing is just not a good look. It's just not a good look at all. And I could not believe when he called her a Coretta. It was like he tried not to, but then he just had to. He had to know that the internet was literally going in on her his ass for saying that. <laughs> Who is that? So why would you pick somebody else? Pick somebody else. Pick somebody else. Pick somebody uh, else. And stop equating yourself to like civil rights uh icons and legends. You're an actor. You're an actor. You're not saving the world for real. Mm-hmm. You are in a superhero movie. It is not real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are an actor. Exactly. You're not changing nobody's life. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Uh, okay, so we have to talk about... I feel like the elephant in the room of 2024... Of is nice. Exactly. It's Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Uh, if y'all are not familiar with the Gypsy Rose situation... I mean, just look, you know, you have to be familiar with it unless you live under a rock because she has been absolutely everywhere since she got out of jail, but we're not going to rehash our whole case or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We have had some very interesting conversations amongst ourselves of just talking about the way that she has been um, propped up and, and platform. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And of course, a lot of it is her playing into it. Like, she's putting herself out there on social media and For sure. and stuff like that. Uh, she seems to be very much enjoying the, the attention or whatever. But, yeah, it's just weird. And I feel like everybody is kind of starting to feel similarly about it. That, you know, uh, okay, Jeanette says she doesn't know the full story. Long, long, long. Well, you might want to watch the act on Hulu. It's a very good like dramatization of it happened. There's also some um some documentaries, I believe, on HBO. It's called like Mommy Dead and Dearest or something like that. 
Um, I'm pretty sure that's about her, but it's a lot of information out there about her. But long, long, long story short is Gypsy Rose, unfortunately, uh, when she was a child, um, her mother uh, basically faked all these medical illness, like these illnesses and diagnosis and all that in order to get money and fame and attention or whatever. She faked like Gypsy having all these things going on, whatever, even faked her having leukemia um, and all that. Somehow she was enabled by a lot of doctors um, and she was able to just lie her way through it to ha and have the doctors like believing what was going on to Gypsy or whatever. Um, and at some point when Gypsy was about maybe, maybe 20, 21, something like that, uh, she had a boyfriend at the time and her, she basically planned for her boyfriend to murder her mother, which is exactly what he ended up doing. Um, and Gypsy spent the last like nine years in jail. The boyfriend is still in jail. I believe he's going to be in jail for the rest of his life. And I don't know. I think initially when she got out of jail, obviously there was a lot of sympathy for Gypsy and what she went through because I mean, make no mistake. She had an absolutely terrible childhood. All these medical mm -hmm. procedures and medications and surgeries and all this stuff that she never needed. What her mother did to her was absolutely horrible. So I think that she was getting a lot of sympathy for that. But I think now people are starting to kind of come around to like, okay, she went through something super terrible in her childhood. She did something super terrible, you know, in order to get out of it, in her words, served some jail time. And now she's out. Like, do we really need to be like platforming her? Is yeah. what the conversation is at this point. Yeah. I mean, she's a convicted murderer. And it just, yeah. That is just a fact, and I'm glad that the conversation is shifting, but it is very, very odd. And I think a lot of people were leaning more on the fact that, like, what her mom did to her was terrible, and that is a fact as well. Mm -hmm. So they were, like, platforming her from that, but just this is very weird, because she was very knowledgeable in what she did and what she planned, and yes, mm -hmm. she served her time, but I don't think we should be platforming somebody like that. It's just weird. It's weird. weird. It's just weird, and I feel weird about it. Because even yeah. for a second, I got caught up in all the hype, too. You know, jib-jib girl out here with her hair did, her nails did. Like, mm -hmm. But then it's just like, when you think about everything that occurred, I think, I don't know, I feel like she probably needs some privacy, and she probably needs some time to, like, truly heal from what mm -hmm. she went through. Um, Truly heal for the from the things that she's done. Um, and it's just, I don't know, all the social media attention, I just don't see a lot of good coming from it, is where I kind of have landed. Yeah, nothing it, positive you know? from it. And it's, I think she's fallen into it. Like, yes, she is an adult, but also, mm -hmm. like, you have to take into account, like, she was raised by this crazy lady, a master Mary manipulator. Yes. Got into this relationship with this crazy boyfriend who's willing to take that step for her. Mm -hmm. And then she spent the last 19 years in jail, which I mean, are the best of role models in that place, you know? So it's yeah. like, I don't know. And I feel like her whole life, she's been like the center of attention, mm -hmm. you know? So mm -hmm. she's really kind of leaning into it. And social media wasn't what social media is today before she went into prison. So right, it's just not... It's, it's weird. It's not good. I don't feel like it's good for her. Mm -hmm. She really needs to take some time to kind of heal. Like, a mm -hmm. lot of time. Like, this is her whole life yeah. that she needs to take time to heal from. Like, being in prison is traumatic. 
Very much. Meanwhile, her mom was dramatic. You her know, whole so. life has yeah. been trauma after trauma after trauma for sure. Yeah. And the, yeah. Popping her up on social media and giving her a platform is not helping her at all. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, weird. very, very weird. Uh, Julie said, wishing her the best with being all over socials is wild. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's a lot. Yeah. I think, and I feel like it will be a lot for anybody. You know, but especially given her situation, um, I don't know. It's just interesting. Also, there's a Taylor Swift connection with Gypsy because (laughs) apparently she was supposed to go to a Chiefs game as soon as she got out of jail, but something came up where one of her parole officers was like, no, you need to leave the state. I didn't give you permission to go to the game. And Gypsy's very uh, vocal husband seems to think that Taylor Swift's people like call the pro officer because before this Gypsy was very public about the fact that she was going to game, which probably wasn't super smart. She probably shouldn't be telling the whole world, you know, her exact moves and where she's going to be. Cause like, even though there has been an overwhelming amount of support for her, there are some people who see her as nothing, but somebody who basically got away with murder and shouldn't be free. And so I don't think that, you know, I think it could be dangerous for her, to be all out and about also. Um, but yeah, that her husband seems to think that Taylor Swift's people like called the parole people and was like, Taylor ain't about to meet this girl. Y'all need to let her go to the game. Which the way that Gypsy was talking about the game before I said, like I said, she made it sound like she was going to the game to meet Taylor. She explained on the podcast that that wasn't the case. But when I was hearing about it initially, it sounded like she was going to the game to meet Taylor Swift, and I could totally see Taylor Swift's people being like, uh-uh-uh. Absolutely not, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely like, no. And I, you know, that probably was what she was thinking, too, because, I mean, again, from this girl's life, she's make a wish, like, basically anything that she wanted, she, her mom kind of used her illness to be able to get it. Yes. And, like, clearly for somebody that, like, is getting out of prison, like, doesn't really understand how social media is, how it works. Because mm-hmm. it's like, why would you give all that information on where you're going to be, when you're going to be? I know. Like that. Like, it, this wild. person is not equipped to be on social media as social media is today. She is no. not equipped for that. No, she is not. No, she is not. So, yeah. It's, it's a complicated up. situation. It's going to be very interesting to see, like, if all the attention that she's getting, like if it's going to die down this year or how she's going to, you know, continue to possibly play into it. Like, it'll be very, very interesting. But I definitely don't think that, I don't know. I don't think she's going to just be quiet on her own. I think, you know, some something something's going to The hype just has to go, yeah. go down. Because mm-hmm. she's, she's feeding into it. She has, she has yes. been kind of the center of attention her entire life. Yeah, like that case was huge. Whether it's the wrong reasons or the right reasons, yeah. whatever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wish her um, the best. I hope she gets some people around her who truly cares about her and, um, you. you know, help her navigate the rest of her life. I do too. Um. So Young Thug has been in the middle of a court case. When I say y'all, I don't, I don't know anything about his charges. What he what what's going on? I don't know nothing. All I know is that they play the entirety of his long song uh, "Lifestyle" in the middle the of the whole track. And I 
pass out and the memes and people reenacted and saying how they would have reacted if they would have been there and they would have been dancing and they would have been rapping it has been so freaking hilarious lifestyle is that song it especially really the the sound the part that is completely inaudible and you just kind of make the sound effects go along. most of the song actually <laughs> i don't know what he's saying in this song but it would be so hard for me to keep a straight face in that courtroom and not like so do funny. a two-step or something that was so if y'all have not seen it literally just look up young stuff young thug lifestyle in court and you're gonna see it like they like they played the whole song the whole song like is it a part in the song that he's admitting to the crime or whatever but we don't know the words because most of it is inaudible (laughs) exactly (laughs) that's why they're like we don't know where it's at just play the whole just play the (laughs) just play the whole full three minutes y'all that that had to be so awkward in that room look i put on three the other day between this and cat williams this has been the most unserious year ever, and we are we only fourteen days in. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? That uh, was yeah. Thank you for sending me that because I, I needed that. Like, of course. <laughs> and speaking what is of, happening? Speaking of Cat Williams, I didn't even put this on the show notes because at this point it's like old news. Yeah. But Cat, you know, Cat Williams came out and did an interview with Shannon Sharp and emptied the clip. On um, most of the comedians in Hollywood mm-hmm. and the black ones, you know, he didn't tell any lies except for reading three thousand books a year. That was the only lie he told. The Illuminati thing with Ludacris is kind of wild. I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> but here's what I will say: I don't think that Cat Williams lied, but I do think he embellished a few things for sure. And he gives he gives the type of person who, when he's going to tell a story, like. He's gonna make it as interesting as possible, even if he gotta add a few details into it. That's what he gives me. So I was, yeah. But that was uh, who twenty twenty four. What a ride! What what, what a, ride. a ride! And I watch every single minute of that whole ass interview because it, it. it was very entertaining. Yeah, and a I lot think- of the. A lot of things he, he said, I mean, we've gotten like connections to it in real life and it just makes sense. Like he made mm-hmm. he made a comparison between Steve Harvey and what's his name? Mark something. It was another comedian who had a show. Uh, oh, Mr. Remember. Cooper. Hang with yes, Mr. Yes. Yeah, and I, the I comparison the he though. made to that, he basically was saying that like Steve Harvey basically stole his man career. <laughs> I mean, it's the same exact show. Literally. Also, I love both of those shows, though. Probably because it was the same exact show. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They are the same show. But yeah. Um, uh, Cat Williams. Mark Curry. Mark Curry. Yes. Yes. And it's Steve Harvey fault. I didn't know his last name. So, there's that. Thank you, Marlene. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, he definitely is just Mr. Cooper. In my mm-hmm. head. I love that show. But yeah. Yep. yep. But on that note, we're going to take a quick break uh, to hear from our sponsors, and then we're going to wrap up the show. Hey, y'all. It's Megan Myra here, and we wanted to drop in real quick and tell you about our Patreon community. The official Patreon tier is for people who want some amazing bonus content. 
You get an ad-free episode a day early than our normal release, monthly bonus episodes, and a bi-monthly episode of our Patreon-exclusive show, Shots with Meg and Myra. The all-inclusive Patreon tier gets everything we just mentioned, plus access to our exclusive Facebook group community. This includes joining us as we record our monthly live episode and monthly Facebook live. Get more info on patreon.com forward slash planners and wine. We hope you join us. All right, y'all. So we are back. Um, you know, as always, the planner community has been pretty quiet over the holidays. We've had, you know, a number of planner babies born. <laughs> so that has been very precious. Congratulations to uh them. I'm not gonna call nobody out by name, but uh yeah, it's been some babies born. Um, and I have heard anything else going on, to be totally honest. What about you? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I really haven't. It's been pretty quiet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It has been very quiet. Um, Let's talk a little bit about our 2024 lineups, guys. Let us know in the chat, too. Like, how has your 2024 lineup been going? Any changes that you've made since, you know, initially deciding on your lineup? Is it working for you? Are you sticking with it? Like, what is the tea? Yeah, I'm pretty solid with mine. I actually just revamped my Notion. I'm really excited about it. I have a media tracker now. Um, I actually found the template on Etsy. I was like, this is exactly what I'm looking for. So um added that, revamped yes. some stuff on it. And I I love it. And I mean, majority of the stuff that I do in my um, Hobonichi is like journaling. I've really been enjoying those daily pages for sure. Yes, yes, same, 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 same. Yeah, my lineup is going really, really good still. I'm still loving my Hobonichi cousin. Um, I've been doing good with my gear and pixels, just filling out. Look, I had a lot of gray days so far from being sick, okay? Gray is my bad one. So, but it's going to get better. It's going to get better, okay? Absolutely. but I'm proud of myself for keeping up with it for sure. Um, I've been in it every day, just journaling a little bit. Um, on my weeklies, I've just been doing like a moment of gratitude and then just highlighting just something that happened in the day. I haven't been using it in like the traditional, like this is what I'm doing type of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been working for me really well. Cause I think in the past, like I've been using multiple planners to talk about the same thing. And that yeah. does not work for me. If I'm doing that, something is gonna gonna fall off. So since I've been using the two planners in my lineup very differently, I've been able to stick with both. Um, and then just using my daily pages to just journal, talk about what's going on, add a couple pictures, you know, make it cute or whatever when I feel like it. Uh, being sick this past week, I definitely did not make it cute, but I found ways to still write. Um, one day I just wrote today sucks. And that was it. That's enough. Was, yeah. You know, and I'm not even letting myself feel the pressure of being like, oh, it's this whole empty page. How can I fill it up? Um, because every day, most days, Dang. Just not yeah. like I'm just not. And even if I skip a day here or there, I'm not stressing about it. I'm not going back. I'm not back planning or anything. I'm just moving forward. So um, mm-hmm. I've been really happy with it. You know? Yeah. I love that. Um there is a handful of like sterling ink planners. Like I think I got an A5 that mm-hmm. maybe I need to throw up in the Patreon if y'all wanted to try it. Cause I don't think I'm gonna go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, going back to what you said about 
not feeling the pressure of, you know, making the page full. Mm-hmm. That is such a freeing feeling. And mm-hmm. I think that's why I've been really enjoying. Um, is mine's a cousin? <laughs> yes, but they call it a hun. A hun. Yeah, I've really been enjoying it because I've let go of feeling like it has to be, you know, aesthetic and yeah. I can like post it on it. Like it's for me. It's I for feel me. like yep. the community has kind of gotten away with the planner being a tool to help you navigate your day to day. Like mm-hmm. it gotten away from it being for you. Cause we're so, you know, trying to make it pretty and cute so I can post it on Instagram yep. and it doesn't necessarily have to. Now, if you like to do that and that's for you, cool, but let's move away from, you know, plan for you. Yeah. Yep. And putting today sucks is just enough. It's yeah. fine. Cause yeah. sometimes today does suck. Yeah. And that's all you got to say about it. You ain't got to make it cute either. Mm-hmm. Nope. You don't have to make it cute. <laughs> exactly. As long as it's ha- you're happy with it, that's really all that matters. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. And you know, honestly, I've been really enjoying like planning and journaling content on TikTok because I just mm-hmm. find it to be so much more authentic. It's not people breaking their neck to make it super aesthetic. It's oh, just nobody people just showing. Amazon storefront over on TikTok. I, not, not that I've seen. <laughs> That is weird. I'm sorry. That is weird. Please do not put your Amazon storefront link in your journal. Myra, I can't laugh without coughing, okay? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. But yeah, it's just been, I've been, so I don't know. The more I've been like obviously interacting with that type of content, the more I've been seeing it and I just love it. Send me some stuff. I'll never see anything like that. I got you. Because once you start, it's a lot of people who use Hobonichi's. It's a lot of people who just use journals or whatever. And it's been, it's been so fun to just see it, just see people like authentic. I think it's just too much pressure on Instagram. I feel a lot of pressure on Instagram that I'm like, I don't want to post my personal business. I also don't want to post something if it's not perfect. I don't know why it just feels like that on Instagram, but I just don't feel like that on TikTok, you know? Yeah. It's it's interesting because like I've been looking at a lot of like social media content creator kind of trends and they're saying like they're seeing the pendulum swing with Instagram of people being yes. a lot less more, you know curated like it's still there obviously yeah for sure a lot less and they're expecting that tiktok is going to swing more into that high quality more curated type stuff which Mm -hmm. i would be sad to see because that's what i really love about tiktok is this kind of the you know yeah the authenticity of it yeah i agree i totally totally agree um let's see Jeanette said I'm in the Hobonichi A6 in weeks I need to be better about using the daily page I've used it on days something has been going on though girl that's fine and that works yeah whatever works for you yep um Raina said I'm bored with my hobo weeks but I'm gonna stick beside it we stick beside our planners and if we you know if you don't want to stick beside it that's fine I'm gonna stick beside mine for sure because I don't want to confuse myself Seeing what works for other people and then ordering it, I just do that too much and not get in the confused yeah. and not use anything. Yeah, I've been sticking beside mine. I've been having the itch to go to that uh, Oris Stale mm-hmm. just because it's dated and I really yeah. loved it last year. Mm-hmm. But right now, I've just been throwing some stickers on it, just, just doodling it. Yeah, but yep, the whole Benichi is working right now. So agreed, agreed. Uh, Julie said, kind of obsessed with my stack. I'm in three, but I might just be at two by the end of this month. 
Love Not the end of the month. You're going to change it. I was I to waiting on you to say year. But she said, no. Month. End of January. It's a wrap. 15 more days. It's a wrap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Jeanette said, I'm definitely trying not to put pressure on myself to do it daily or make it cute. Good. Yeah. Good. Yep. Um, Brittany said, plan for you. Share on socials if you want, but don't plan for the audience. Exactly. Yeah, because exactly. they don't care. And then they'd be mad if you try something different. Exactly. Exactly. And they don't comment. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> they only comment when they're mad. Okay. Like, what? They don't engage. So why are you exactly. even doing stuff for them? Exactly. Don't do nothing for them. Uh, Danny said, my bujo has been giving me life lately. Danny is such a bujo girl, and I love that for him. I love I it. I do, too. I love it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's see. Julie said it's a rabbit hole. I found so many fun people on TikTok. I have two. I have two. Uh, there's just one creator that I love, and I actually have a couple of her printouts in my planner for this year. Um, her name is Gracie Creates. She is like the ultimate bujo girl. Like she is a true artist, and the way she does her bujo spreads is just so amazing and just so fun. And I have just love, love, love. Uh, seeing her stuff and I'm so happy you know cause y'all know I'm not a printable girl at all I don't like to do that myself but I did it and that's where I got like my gear pixels from it was from her whatever yeah. I just love her art style so much it's so good send, um, it, send me a picture of that I will send it to you I've been using uh I don't know what you call this page in the Hobonichi but I've been using that as a a pixel which one this page oh that's a good idea that's a really good idea I thought that's what it was for <laughs> I mean, it makes I, sense. yeah. So that's what I've been doing. But and yeah, you know what? Yeah. It's fun, you know, using pages in your whole book because I, you know, they have all those extra pages in there. It's fun finding ways to use them. Like, so there's one page yeah. where it has like a countdown to like 365. So what I've been using that one for, I've been using it as like a spending tracker. So every day when I spend something, I'll color it in green. But the days that I don't spend anything, I color those in um Oh, blue. this page. Mm-hmm. And I've like broke it down by months. Uh, shout out to um Amber. She showed on her TikTok. I think uh, she showed on her TikTok like she broke each one down by the month or whatever. So she like you know counted to thirty one January and it counted to. 29 February or whatever. So I did that too. Do she did you just mark it or use it? I just marked it. Oh, okay. I just marked it. Yep. But yeah. Oh, that's a good it. idea. Mm-hmm. So that's how I've been trying to track my spending just a little bit so I can be able to look. Hopefully, the end of the year, I'll see a bunch of, you know, blue bubbles and not a bunch of green ones reminding me of how much money I spent all year. But we doing our best. We are doing our best. Yeah. Also, another fun thing that I love about this Hobonichi is that I don't know anything about it, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. it's been fun mm-hmm. to, like, kind of learn. like Do whatever. Yeah. Because, you know, we've been in this planner community and planner game. Like, probably any mm-hmm. other planner within the community, I could tell you everything about. But yeah. I haven't really tapped into the Hobonichis too much. So mm-hmm. it's nice to just not know. And there's not just one way to use it. And yeah. everybody uses it super different, too. You That's know? too. So it's kind of like you can get, yes, you can get the creativity from like having a bujo, but you still have the structure of a traditional planner Mm -hmm. for the girls who can't draw, draw like me. So, or had time to, because we don't have time. Exactly. Got it. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Kelia asks, what's the TikTok hashtags to follow? So I don't really follow. Can you follow follow hashtags? Yeah. But I'll look them up. So I'll look up like Hobonichi Cousin, journaling, 
planning, just any of the traditional ones that you will look up on Instagram are the ones that I look up. And a lot of times if I come across a video, I'll just see what what hashtags they tag mm-hmm. and I'll just go and look at that hashtag to find like other people or whatever. Yeah. And TikTok's pretty good about suggesting once you see a few things. So they gonna yeah. give it to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Algorithm is nice. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Erin um, comes from planning. Girl, I forgot. What is, what is her name? Our Australia friend? She put it in the comment earlier, but I can't remember. But her name is not her name in our... Uh, oh. Oh, yeah. She's on her YouTube account. Yeah. I'm sorry, but she said, I'm still with Erin Country stack until Go Wild. I don't know. Uh, I didn't know there were so many to choose from. It's- Are you coming to Go Wild again? Carlene, there we go. Sorry about that, Carlene. Yes. Are you coming to go wild? Just know. Yeah, because we uh we were supposed to hook up because we did the the Aaron Condra live mm-hmm. with him and um you know go wild is wild. So mm-hmm. hopefully we can get a picture or something exactly. at uh, Dallas if you come. Yeah, we should definitely do that. Uh Julie said, I found a girl who uses her weeks to track how many hours she spends outside. And I was messing around. I saw that too. I, I follow her um Wait, as what? well. Mm-hmm. Wait, y'all, we literally have a whole ass group chat about Hobonichi and y'all ain't been telling me nothing. I'm gonna post it in the, the group. chat. I'm gonna, post, I'm gonna make a post with like my favorite uh TikTok journaling planning girlies. And um yeah, just go look there. You know what I would love for Meg is like a blog of Meg's favorites because Meg be fucking knowing. I'd like knowing. that would be so lit. I do be knowing. You're right. I should like all the like movies that. and TV shows and yeah. Obanichi accounts. Apparently, I got a list for everything. You know, what? Meg's That's a list. Good idea. There we go. I'm finna. I'm finna do some. Get the domain. To put them together. <laughs> My- <laughs> Like five domains next tomorrow. <laughs> Every time she thinks something, she buy a domain and she don't ask no questions. No questions. Cause it'd be like less than $10. And if somebody snatch your stuff up, they'll try to keep it for like five thousand dollars or whatever. I know. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Mm. Oh, Carlene says she's not going this year because of the cost, but maybe next year. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully we see you and go wow. Yeah, the cost. Mm-hmm. I'll blame you. Mm-hmm. I don't blame me. It adds up. Yeah. Speaking of Go Wild Dallas, um, a lot of shops have come out with their Go Wild Dallas merch. I ordered some amazing stuff from the sticker party. Um, I've also seen um Caleb Plan has merch, uh, along with Posh has merch. There's merch for days out there, y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm sure uh KD is coming out with her soon. I'm sure Planet K is coming out with her soon. Like there is so much merch. One thing I'm trying not to do though is buy all the merch because I did that last year and a lot of it is very specific to that, that city of Go Wild. Yeah. And then you just have it. And I'm not making a million spreads off of one event. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm really trying to bring it in. Um yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited. So much cute stuff. For sure. Yeah, it's a lot of cute stuff out there. But yeah, heave that warning. If this is like your first go wow, it's super easy to like try and buy up all the things, but you really don't need that much. And then right. you, like me, I have a whole bunch of DC mm-hmm. monuments and stuff. Like I, there's no need for me to use it. So, mm-hmm. you know, just be uh, mindful of all that. But I'm really excited about all the stuff I only got from the sticker party. I'm just sitting mm-hmm. here patiently waiting 
on my lights, planner, acid inserts, and I'm yes, good. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And a good idea, if you have like a group of friends who are all going, maybe like you buy from one shop, they buy from a different shop, they buy from a different shop, and then it go wild. Y'all can just mix and match and, you know, play with each other's like um, different merch or whatever. Me and my whole group of friends just bought from the sticker party. So we're all going to have the same stuff. But that's okay because I just thought of this. But in the <laughs> I wish we would have did this. It's fine, though. Uh, it's fine. Also, I mean, on the positive note, when you're at Go Wild, you're going to get a lot of Go Wild, True. you know, Dallas-type stickers, True. merch stuff. So, you know, you don't mm-hmm. have to go too crazy because you're going to get more stuff there, too. Very, very true. Very true. Um, Jeanette says she got from the sticker party and Tory artist planners. Oh, I didn't even see any Tory artist stuff. Definitely want to just go see yeah. and check it out. Um, let's see. Brittany said, Yeah, I saw Go Wild sticker books launching this year's theme. There's only so many Go Wild spreads to make. That's the thing. Like, I love the idea of having a whole sticker book, but I wish that maybe the the full sticker book would be like just go wild and not like the city specific and maybe just have like a couple sheets that were mm-hmm. the city specific because having an entire sticker book that is specific to that city is just not practical um for me but like i said if you're buying and you plan on sharing with your friends and stuff go out that's probably a good way to do that so you all aren't buying the same things or if you just love texas that much or if you love texas and live there or whatever but oh, wow. I, I can see that but mm-hmm. I, yeah, the whole sticker book, I get it, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. It's not for me. I say it's just not for me. I just learned the hard way last year because I feel like in 2022, because the year kept changing so much, I really didn't buy a lot of go out merch, like going into it. Luckily we got mm-hmm. stuff there, but I really did not buy anything like leading up. So then yeah. I went absolutely ham for DC and got so much stuff and it's just stuff that is. Yeah. I mean, technically, DC was our first official go wild experience. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. we our first go wild was 2022, but like you said, with the dates changing and all that around COVID, this was our first time where we like leading up to it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we you know we Mm -hmm. I can see how people can go a little crazy if it's their first go wild for sure. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Jeanette said, "I bought all the things last year, and some of it wasn't good quality. Trying to do better this year. Yeah, exactly." You know, can, yeah. quality over quantity for yes, sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, let's see. Carlene said, Oh my gosh, the free stuff was so much, so much extra baggage, but an experience not to be missed. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, I feel like people put so much emphasis on like the swag. And the swag is really just the like the cherry on top for me. Absolutely, it does yes. not make or break my go out experience at all. Like it really, 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 really does not. I mean, it's fun to get so much, you know, stuff, but I want to shop. Yeah. I love shopping at a point of conference. Yeah. I wish and, we did have some kind of shopping, mm-hmm. but yeah, the, the, the amount of swag and stuff we get is definitely like, it's like when you get an onion ring in your fries. That's how it feels to me. Exactly. Like, oh yeah. It's the, it the best <laughs> onion ring you've ever had. It is. It's like, why didn't I get a whole order of onion rings? But it wouldn't have been the same. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's just a good surprise. And exactly. the prize is at all the amazing people and stuff that you get to meet and exactly. the experience you get to have. Yeah. Or it's like, like when you don't order fries, but your husband gets fries and then you taste a few of his fries and they're the best fries ever. And then you wish you would have got fries. Mm-hmm. Every time. 
That happens to me every time. Because if I would have got fries, they would have been trash. They would have been trash, but his fries are delicious. <laughs> and now he's mad at me because I ate half his fries. But now I'm mad at you because you should have made me your fries. That was going to be gross because then they're not your fries. Exactly. You know. <laughs> Other people's food is elite. Yes, it's it elite. is. Yep, exactly. Uh, Jeanette said the swag is a lot. I gave most of it away along with table made gifts that weren't good. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And I feel like a lot of these conferences feel a lot of pressure to give away a lot of swag because they know that's what people are expecting. Mm -hmm. So I think they do get probably kind of caught up in like, okay, let's give them quantity because that's what the girls are begging for. And it's like, I kind of just wish that that pressure would go away. But, you know, I would much rather have some quality stuff over you know a whole bunch of stuff that I'm probably just gonna leave at the hotel anyway like you know but I get that some people do want to you know pour out the swag in the bed and take pictures with it you know so I you know different strokes for different folks true very very true um that's why you know we're we're grateful for whatever it's so nice that shops are able to get so much um and you know with their with the amount of things that they're donating i don't expect every single item to be the absolute top tier best quality because it's just impossible you can't have for sure yeah it's out of pocket for them you know Mm -hmm. so yeah for sure Exactly. Um, okay, something exciting that I wanted to touch on real quick is that the Planner Memory Social is coming back. Y'all know that Harry Potter, oh, yeah. Potter theme conference that we spoke at last January that is going to be back in August. And they're keeping the Harry Potter thing. How freaking fun I is that? I love that. I love that. She just leaned into that. That was so much fun. So if y'all are in Atlanta um, or, you know, don't mind traveling and have opportunity mm-hmm. to go, highly, highly recommend. It was absolutely the, my favorite conference of last year. It was just so much fun. And we got to shop. It was so good. Yeah. Shout out to D. I love yeah. I love it. Love it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it's in August because I had a, a bit of a trek to get there. But yes. when I got there, it was, it was amazing. Lit. Yeah, it was, so lit. <laughs> it was so so lit, and they had this like Harry Potter like museum, but like museum. oh, the exhibit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the word I was looking for. Exhibit that was in town at the time, so we got to go. Yeah, to that just worked too. out. Yeah, it was so perfect. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Uh, one more thing before we wrap up the show, guys, we did want to let y'all know that we are going to be moving to a bi-weekly schedule for Planners and Wine that mm-hmm. is every other week, not twice a week. Okay, just letting y'all know. <laughs> Let's clarify. Sometimes the words get kind of, I guess yeah. maybe I should call it bi-monthly. I don't really know. Yeah, but it's confusing. The other month to me, but yes, I'm yeah, glad exactly. you clarified. It's it confusing, means but, yeah. but just to clarify. So yeah, we will be doing that just because y'all, it is so hard to keep up with doing the show as much as we do as long with our personal lives, full-time jobs, all the things. And just for our own sanity, we're going to be moving to the schedule for the next couple months just to see how things go. Nothing is changing on the Patreon front. Um, you know, yeah. you get all the same benefits that you always got if you want to join our Patreon and check us out over there. But this is just literally to make, you know, doing the podcast more manageable. So we hope that y'all for are... Sure good yeah, we're yeah. excited yeah excited um agree with everything you said mm-hmm. allows us to uh you know be a little bit more present and i think it's important to mention because you brought this up too and i didn't realize it we've been here consistently every week for four years this is yeah. 
season five technically, but it's yeah. been four years of this show and every single week. Unless, you know, you always yes. have known, like a, literally only time we take breaks is either for the holiday or to be at a conference. So that's it. That's <laughs> like, it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's definitely time. It's definitely time. And um it's best to make it a little bit more manageable for us mm-hmm. before we reach burnout. So yes, for sure. For do. sure. Yep. I, Brittany said, I can't believe it's already four yeah, years. We Girl, either. we can't either. We cannot either. Like, so yeah, time is just flying by and we love doing the show so much. We still have so much fun doing the show. We just have mm-hmm. to make sure it is manageable for us to be able to maintain doing the show. So, you know, we just had to get a couple Sundays back. It's all right. You know? Just a couple, literally. Because I'm going to start going to church so I can pray for Myra that nothing happens to her on these flights that she don't be putting her phone in airplane mode on. So, yeah. I hope they hear you. I really do. (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah. Nothing is changing on the the Patreon Mm -hmm. side. Oh, do we want to talk about, like, what we're adding to the Patreon? Yes, let's go ahead and do that. So we are going to be adding a new tier to our Patreon for those who hate waiting that extra day, you still want that early access, and you still want ad-free listening. We are mm-hmm. going to have a new $5 tier. Um, definitely take advantage of that if you would like. Uh, I know ads get on a lot of people's nerves. We got to make some money. That's what it's there for. So this is the best way. This is the best of both worlds for you guys. Now, if you are interested in getting our bonus content, like our bonus episode or our Patreon exclusive episode of Shots, that's when you would need to move up to that next tier, that middle tier. Or if you just want the whole shebang and you want to be able to hang out with us in the Patreon group, then go ahead and join that top tier. But all those options are available to you guys. And we appreciate the support more than y'all know. We really, really do. Yeah, for sure. I think it'll mm-hmm. be a, a nice option. Sometimes people just want a way to support um, and don't need the extra content. So here is the perfect tier for that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, y'all. I think that is it. Um, Patreon crew, thank y'all so much for joining us for our first episode in 2024, our first live episode. I think this was a great way to start off this year in podcasting. I'm excited. For it's sure. Uh, Danny has a good point. That whole plane conversation was off the pod. So this is why you need to join the Patreon so you can know the inside jokes of what Maggie's talking about. Exactly. (laughs) Myra is reckless, as I always know. Join the Patreon. Join the Patreon. But yeah, y'all, thank y'all so much for joining. Uh, Happy 2024, and we will talk to y'all soon. Bye, guys. Hey, Grapevine. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Planners and Wine is hosted by Megan P. and Myra P. and is edited by Jonathan F. We'd like to thank our Planners and Wine patrons for their continued support and engagement. With special thanks to Daniel M. and Lisa F., moderators of our Patreon-exclusive Facebook group. For more amazing content, please visit plannersandwine.com or find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash plannersandwine. You can also find us on all social media platforms at Planners and Wine.